Good morning, this is Hot 100 Presents Empty Talk, a podcast where we talk, debate, review and create film and TV content, mainly from Britain. My name is Madulani and I'm here with Michael Hanna. Hello! Hi everyone. Hello everyone, welcome back to another, another lovely, lovely segment of Empty Talk. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you've had a good weekend. Where, what, whatever time you're listening to this, um, <laughs> hope you're having a good moment in your moment life. Moment in life, especially mm. when there is so much conversation around war mm. and violence mm. and destruction. Mm. Um, we're not going to get into that because there's enough of it on the news. Mm. But our prayers and thoughts go out to all those suffering, everyone suffering, and um, we hope that when you're listening to this podcast it takes you out of the hor- horrificness of the world mm-hmm. and you get to just like kind of take us take an hour to just fucking think about something that has nothing to do with death and violence because mm. i think that's needed and i think sometimes we get told that it's not needed do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. oh you're not supposed to do it because look what's happening right now but you sometimes we've got to protect ourselves as well man mm. we'll protect our we'll protect our brains and doesn't mean you have to be ignorant to it, but it does mean you can take some time out. So if you choose um, Empty Talk as your way to do that, more power to you mm. and power to all the people suffering from the tyranny of war. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was lovely. Thanks, man. Sweetheart. You know, I've got a way of words. Isn't he great? Isn't he great? I'm going to put Franklin in it. <laughs> Isn't she great? <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that now. I'm gonna start putting memes every time. <laughs> Little sound bites, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a survivor. Yeah. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. Okay. Um, thank you for coming back to Empty Talk. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, today is going to be a wonderful deep dive mm. on Michael and I. We're going to ask each other some questions. And we are going to respond to those questions. Nice. They're quite, they're all film related. Um, They are a way to kind of get to know us, I suppose, as two freelance filmmakers living in London. Yeah. Um, How our identity is shaped through the things that we watch and the things that we consume. And yeah, I just, I think it's really important to allow some of our listeners to kind of know who the hell we are. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we always get we always get worried of this becoming like really kind of contrived and yeah. we're kind of we don't want it to seem as though we're like these amazing influencers that are gonna give talk to you about everything to do with film. Ten tips on how to make your skin glow. Yeah. Ten tips on how to make your film blow. You know what I mean, like, it's, it's like, yeah. where your films <laughs> blow and your skin glow. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> literally. Um there's nothing wrong with that, but um, we're we're not. We just we're just normal, and and maybe a little bit more normal than even a lot of our friends think. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. Yeah. So we just we just wanna wanted to kind of do something that allows because it's a really it's a really big privilege being able to have a platform on your own where you're able to talk your own shit and say whatever and say yeah. your own opinions and stuff. And we just want you guys to get a little bit, understand a little bit more about More us, of you know? an insight on us. Yeah. yeah so we man. seem a little bit more 
transparent and a little bit more um yeah what's connect, behind, like yeah. being able to connect with people a little bit more because yeah. we love a good we love a good community yeah 100%, 100%. <laughs> so, what's um, behind the h's yeah, 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 yeah for real. hot and harder hot and harder <laughs> <laughs> okay that's what we're gonna change the name to hot hotter <laughs> yeah. oh god yeah. um okay so we have 10 questions mm-hmm. and um we'll be asking each other so i'll ask michael one he'll ask me two yeah we'll do it like that yeah want. yeah that sounds good we can both we'll both sort of talk about our opinions on question one but obviously i'll just be posing you one yeah 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 posing really free easy um but yeah okay cool so the first question mm-hmm. <clears throat> is what would you say is your biggest film inspiration and how did that inform the way you look at your life your career and yourself in general oh my god that's such a deep question. I made the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. That's a really deep one. Um, my biggest film inspiration. Yeah. And this this isn't like your favourite film. This is like what inspired you. To do it? I, I guess like not. Well, not even to do it, but inspired you the most. Like, So it's yeah. like what inspired you in your life and your career and everything about yourself. I don't know if it was like one particular film, mm-hmm. but I do know that it's weird with me, isn't it? Because like, obviously I started, um, for, you, I don't, for you a lot of I don't know, I, start, I started my career wanting to be a musician. Yeah. Like solely wanting to be like, maybe kind of like Donald Glover really, where I wanted to like, be a musician and I wanted to act. Yeah. Like those were my things. I'd never thought that I was going to be a director. I didn't think that that was ever a thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's a weird one because I think I've been, I've been so involved with film my whole life. Mm. But um. yeah, as I grew older, it kind of, I kind of started to point, um, connect the dots of where film has really kind of, um, where film has really kind of like affected my mind, like affected my creativity. Mm. Um, so I, I, it's not I, I couldn't say one person, but I could say that the people that really kind of like well, the films, the, the films. So like, do the right thing is one of the first things that comes to my head. Okay, and do the right thing comes to my head because of like this was me really really young. Yeah, and like well, I say really young, but yeah, just like nineteen, eighteen, fresh from uni, and um. Do the right thing really made me think about like how to kind of like put together a political argument, okay, and like, and like but also do it through like an environment of like a of like a trying to you know everyone's always trying to say and we always get like we always get feedbacks from production companies and stuff like paint a world picture a world or Christina's like I really want to see the world like mm. I feel like I feel like um that film is is a really good um example of showing you the world of New York on the hottest day in on in the hottest day on of the year mm-hmm. and um and and also that being a place to bubble where where all of the racial kind of um tension, tension. is bubbling and where like the kind of um the diaspora and and the diversity like do you know what I mean the mm-hmm. the Koreans and the Jews the Jews and the Italians the Italians and the blacks everyone has like a fucking problem with each other mm. and they're all living in the same thing and they're all dealing with some kind of poverty situation mm. and um it all kind of works itself around sal not wanting to put some people on the wall and um how did you how do you feel like that film inspired or influenced your life per se like how did it shape the way you 
think about things. It made me. It made me understand. It made me understand that, like, it made me understand how you could make a political story accessible. Right. And, like, okay. He did it. There's so much beauty and nuance to to um to to um do the right thing. There's so much color. Mm. There's so much music and there's so much sound mm. and it almost kind of feels like it's not about anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you kind of get to the end and Radio Raheem died. Spoiler for anyone that's not seen it. But um, Radio <laughs> Raheem is choked out by the police. Yeah. And when you see that, you're like, oh my God. Like, it really made me think about like how to kind of attack, um, like how to, how to kind of attack like the political spectrum yeah. of like stuff. And then I, but it's weird because I've kind of moved away from that now and get mm-hmm. really, and uh, cause I came in really political and now I don't actually, I get really worried about any of my things being deemed like political, p- political because blackness is always, e- it always equals political in mm. some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. But then I think that that was one film. But then I think like also like films like Hook and um, Catch Me If You Can, all of Steven Spielberg's work, like, that whole kind of like moving into just kind of like taking um taking the crazy but not the crazy story of like an an alien trying to get back home yeah 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 or like or like peter pan who's grown up going back to find himself like yeah these were like or or, or dinosaurs do you know I mean <laughs> yeah. um, that, and then one more thing, and Steven Spielberg as a whole, because he was a he's a master of filmmaking, and he's a master of like the, ex- the film experience, and then Pixar films, because I think Pixar films really allowed me to understand like emotions, yeah, like emotions and how they all work, especially from being a young kid, yeah. Like, um, a Bug's Life was about like the inventor who know who was on the outskirts that everybody thought was like a was like a um a hack comes back it goes out to find the heroes in, yeah and all these bugs come back but they're actually circus freaks but do you know what I mean it's not about who you are it's, a, it's not about like what you are it's about who you are and um that film really touched me toy story like those things really it's weird those films kind of like really move me and canto like all of that stuff moves <laughs> me more than like i don't know than um than um i don't know like pulp fiction Right, okay. Yeah. 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 If that makes sense. I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes that makes complete sense. I feel like that was a bit of a ramble, but I hope it, I hope, I hope it makes sense. Um. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it does make sense. It's nice. Complete, that's, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> what, is it, what is it for you? Um. My biggest film inspiration? Yeah. Um. I don't necessarily have a big film inspiration... But there are films that inform the way I looked at my life mm. and my career. Well, not really my career. I think my career has sort of been so up and down. Yeah. Because obviously I didn't, I wasn't necessarily going to be a filmmaker ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wanted to be in fashion. Yeah. And um, Do you know particularly where you wanted to be in fashion? Well, that's what's so hard yeah. because when I was really young, I wanted to be a model, mm-hmm. and that was because I was um, consuming a lot of America's Next Top Model, right? Um, and I and it was just something that I really wanted to do. It was my first ever thing. That, yeah. Well, no, the first ever thing I wanted to be was a fashion designer because okay. I would draw dresses, right? And I absolutely loved like wedding gowns mm. and I would like draw wedding gowns and I'd draw dresses and I draw that kind of stuff and I'd be like, I'm gonna be a fashion designer. Yeah, yeah. Then when America's Next Top Model came out, I 
obviously latched onto that and I was like, oh, I want to be a model. I yeah. really want to be a model. And then um, I think I went back to the fashion designer thing because it seemed a little bit more tangible, mm -hmm. funnily enough, even though it's like the most Difficult. not tangible thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that I went to... I went through a lot of my, almost all of my secondary school life wanting to be a fashion designer. Yeah. And wanting to be in fashion. Mm -hmm. um, and then <laughs> I think that I realized that I don't, to do fashion design, you need like technical skills. Mm -hmm. Like you need to know how to sew, obviously. You need to know how to draw really, really well. Yeah. Obviously. You yeah. need to know all these different kinds of stuff. Whereas I didn't really want to do those things. I didn't want yeah. to, it wasn't sewing that, made me do you know what I mean I didn't yeah. really want to make my own clothes that wasn't yeah. something that I wanted to do so like even when I'd watched that so Raven and she'd like make her own clothes yeah that wasn't something that I was like oh, I want to do that yeah but yeah, I was yeah. like what I am really interested in is the fashion industry yeah is watching runways is being a model is the photography is yeah. the styling you is the be, production you want to be a creative director I wanted to be yeah. in exactly so and I the at that time there wasn't any um vocabulary yeah. for me to know that what I wanted to do was creative direction. Okay. So by the time I got to, I only realized that when I got to um, uh, college and then I applied to do a foundation year in mm -hmm. fashion communication and promotion, yeah. which was, I guess, everything fashion related that is not design. Yeah. And then that's where I realized, oh, okay, this is where I want to be in fashion. But then I went even further into it and was like, actually, right. I don't just want to take pretty pictures of people. Mm. I want to tell a story. Yeah. I want to tell a story. And that's when I ended up going to uni for fashion styling and production. Yeah. And I was invested a lot more on the production side where it was producing moving image that tells a story from beginning to end. And then I ended up going into script writing from there. Yeah. And that no, is basically how I ended up here, which is so bizarre. So a lot of the stuff that I do, there's a massive aesthetic kind of vision behind it because right. I know what I want it to look like. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. every time I watch something, I'm always very focused on the production uh, aesthetic of it because that's my background where, it, but, you know, yeah. So that's essentially how I kind of looked at things. But in terms of like inspiration, yeah. What kind of what kind of films inspire you? It's hard because I always used to I I, I always go oh nothing really inspires me. But I don't know. I just it's really strange. Like when I think of um, inspiration, to nothing. The Devil Wears Prada. It's a great film. Inspired a lot of my career, but it wasn't a career it was more like my resilience right and i remember going when i watched it to go always be resilient it doesn't matter if anyone treats you like shit it doesn't matter yeah. if you don't want to do it it doesn't matter if any, you will rise to the occasion regardless yeah. you will always like do it be the flower yeah do you know what i mean that blooms be the flower that blooms yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. i think that i until your boyfriend tells you to stop and then you go home with him no, like she, in like in Devil's World Part. She didn't do that. Yeah, doesn't he? Doesn't he? It doesn't at the end. He's, he's like, like, oh, you've, you've changed. changed. 
And she's like, you're right, I have changed. Let's go home. <laughs> no. This career. <laughs> Fuck this career. No, it was when <laughs> she it was when she realized she was turning into Miranda. Yes. And then she had already broken up with him. And she realized she was turning into Miranda, Meryl Streep's character. And then she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Boop, and I'm going to be a whatever she came to New York to do, like a book du- writer or whatever it is, a journalist. Yeah. And then she got back with her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah that, he, he's, that, he's pure evil. That's what happened. Um, but... He's I think that man. I think that I think also because it was like yeah. my <laughs> I think that was because it was my industry. Yeah. And then also it was like I felt like I was I don't what's her name? Annie? I think. Annie, yeah, maybe Annie. Maybe well it's, it's Anna Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's character. I really felt like Emily. No, that's Emily Blunt. It's fine. No, no, no. I think it is Emily. Crap. It's fine. How do I not know her name? Anyway, it wasn't Annie. It's fine. Anyway, uh, Emily Blunt's character is freaking amazing. She's, um, she's so good. Dead, I love Emily Blunt. Shout out to Emily Blunt. Shout out to Emily um, Blunt. But yeah, so that inspired me to be really, really resi- resilient. Okay. And I definitely remember watching a lot of stories that I was um, kind of focusing on love a lot. Yeah. When I was young. Yeah. And I think that was like almost one of my main goals in life. I hear that. When I was a child to fall in love. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to be, you know, to be loved. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um which is slightly problematic but also there was real there was real beauty in it in, in, yeah, in like an the innocence way. of it, the purity. The innocence of, of it. way of yeah, wanting yeah, to be yeah. like I, I remember I used to like cry to God yeah. and be like, please let my future husband move in next door. Please. <laughs> God. And it was just I just wanted that love story. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah, I don't yeah. know I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe I was it, a very lonely child. Because it looks great. It looks really great. Yeah. They always end the they end the story yeah. on we found love and we're happily ever after. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, it's almost like, okay, that's the goal. That's what you want. Isn't well, it? Well, like yeah. my favorite film of all time is the parent trap. And yeah, at yeah. the end Great when film. they're like kissing again and the music and the clothes, it's just so wonderful. Yeah. And, and um, Lindsay Lohan's like, we actually did it. And then it's like, Oh my God. It's like, that's what you want. You want people to be in love together. No, you do. <laughs> do you, you know do. what I mean? Like, exactly. Anyway, anyway. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's how those certain films like inspired my kind of mm. like career and my sort of lifestyle and my mentality and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Also, okay. Question two is how much do you feel like the, like, how much do you feel like what the media portrays affects the way you maneuver in your own life? Interesting. Yeah. How much do you feel like what the media portrays affects the way you maneuver in your own life? Um, that's really funny. It's weird because I always feel like I'm talking about a past self and not me now. Yeah, I feel like that. Because I always feel like I'm resilient. I'm, I, I'm yeah. immune to anything I've, permeating I've me. so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Whereas, yeah. like, obviously I'm still being affected by things now. And in five years I'm going to be looking back to me now and going, like, Facts. oh, my God. Facts. I was so, I didn't know anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that, um, God, there's just so much in the media that affects. And you can't, it's hard to talk about media without talking about social media. Yeah, um, that's true. And I feel like because I've been so inundated with so many things, I really do sort of become a recluse. Like mm. I don't enjoy like being on social media too much. I feel you. I don't enjoy engaging too much because I feel like it's just too much information and there's too many things that are affecting my opinion. Yeah. And affecting how I feel. 
or not validating my feelings or I feel like if I say something, it's going to be wrong. Yeah. Or I shouldn't have to say that. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. Um. So there's so many things in the media that kind of affect the way I maneuver and affect the way that I like. In, in let's be more specific. Um, God, it's so weird. So, for example, like, uh, like for example, what I was saying before, like with the love stuff, like um, mm. rom coms and stuff like that. I almost sort of, I kind of have always expected that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I expect a guy to be at a certain bar, mm. to be to be at a certain bar before we can sort of like engage. Mm. But then, if a guy's not at that bar because I'm so desperate for love, it's like it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Yeah, okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll do. We'll we'll work with that. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? It's right. like it's like it's weird. I don't necessarily know how to sort of explain it. I don't know. So it's like I'm so. The media has told me that what I need to do is to get married, mm-hmm. find a husband, have kids, and live my happy suburban life. Yes. Right. And I've been on a quest to do that. But in this awakening that we have, this post-2000s feminism awakening that we have, which is women, it's like women can have it all versus Mm, 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 women mm. don't need to have it all when you Mm, don't mm, have mm. to do X, Y, Z and you you have a choice. I've almost been like, I'm still finding what it is that I, yeah, Yeah, I'm still finding what it is that I want. I'm yeah. like, do I want what I was always told that I should have? Yeah. Or do I actually ask myself yeah. what it is that I want rather than watching films yeah. and being like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'll have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I might not want that. My but, reality yeah. isn't the pit white picket fence anymore. It's yeah. I don't need three the kids. Films, what the if... films are maybe exacerbating that because we're yeah. going from we're going from loads of Owen Wilson movies to like yeah. scenes of a marriage and Ex- marriage story. Exactly. And, and like more stuff about divorce. Exactly. And, and breakups <laughs> yeah. and yeah. the the, the, the and the ugly and, and the ugly parts of love. Yeah, yeah. And 100%. that is what I'm like and you're not prepped for that. And I mean I know no, I wasn't I, prepped for that. My parents didn't teach me about love and didn't teach me about like conflict. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? They weren't like, okay, this is how you argue with your partner yeah or yeah. this is what do you know what i mean like that was never de- de-escalate an argument exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think that figuring out on your own especially when your the media is your biggest teacher and obviously yeah. i was obsessed again with like rom-coms and love movies and everyone was happy in those yeah the montage bit at the end with this was the sad bit then they get over it they get the guy in the end and it's all great it's yeah it's all great at the end except for my best friend's wedding but whatever we won't get into that julia roberts um yeah but now I think now I'm like more interested in arguing. So even when you and I have a dispute, it's like yeah. it's so like analytical, and we're like yeah, yeah, yeah. always breaking it down. Like, why is this not? Why yeah. is there no harmony? Why is this yeah. not working? It's because we, we we respect each other, and like we don't want to just like we don't have arguments that are just based on like you fucking bitch, yeah. nigga, I fucking kill you. Like, yeah, because yeah, that'll we, yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, like, people argue like that. I know, and that, like, that shocks me still. I'm always like, yeah. how there's do got, you... There's still got to be a level of respect yeah. even, when, even when you're frustrated because like, or, or like, I can't just be out here calling you a cunt. Yeah, Jeremy, I mean, or, like, I bloody hope not. You or, or, all that shit. Like, yeah, 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 it just doesn't, yeah. But I feel like definitely the, 
the media definitely does affect it. It's yeah. The films now, the films and TV series now have really made me introspective. Yes. Really made me introspective and go, yeah. what do I want? Facts. Do you know what I mean? Whereas before that wasn't the case. Maybe it's because I'm older now, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it's made me go, oh, do I want to get married? Yeah. Do I want kids? Yeah. Like, do I want, do I want to buy a house? Yeah. Like, do I want to live in this country? Like, do I want to buy multiple houses? Do I want to buy multiple yeah. houses? Do I need, like, what do I want for yeah, my life? Yeah, do I yeah. want to raise my kids in the city? Yeah. Do yeah, I yeah. not? Do I, yeah, yeah, this yeah. whole, like, suburban, yeah. this whole suburban thing was like kids riding their bike and whatever. Like, even yeah. little things that you think that your life is going to be, like Matilda and, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, houses yeah. in which they lived and, like, Euphoria and the fact that they're riding bikes and people have cars and, you know, even reality TV with people in LA and it's, like, all kind of, different to when i look outside my window yeah and it's not that i exactly. i don't live in a suburban life like what do i want mm. you know what i mean mm. um and i feel like a lot of the questions in which media portrays to us now is what do you want there's so much there's so much difference yeah. now so it's yeah. like oh actually i have a choice yeah anyway so that was that was a bigger ramble than yours but yeah. we got there in the end we got there we got there <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. so same to you like how do you feel how much do you feel like the what the media portrays affects the way you maneuver in your own life i think i think being a i think the media affects me the most when it comes to being a black male i think and not in the ways in which i think other people will probably be like ah here we go this is my talking point because mm -hmm. i think i am have always be, been deemed as somebody that is not quote unquote black enough mm -hmm. unless I'm around my white friends who are like yeah Michael's super black do you, know, do you get what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. or some of my or some of my close friends unless you're like my close friends know who I am and they're like that's what it that's what it is but I know like when it comes to like the group stuff when it comes to like to when it comes to like to the groups and the college stuff and yeah. and all and, and ACS and all that kind of stuff and I know that there's always been questions around that. Yeah. And I think um, that's always been really hard to battle with mm. because I think there's so many, there's so much Im imagery about number one, what a man should be. Number two, what a black man should be. And like also what a black man shouldn't be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think not having a dad around, like you, I would really cling on to people like Uncle Phil, mm. like um James Avery's character. Mm. Like I really did cling on to him. Michael Kyle, like those, oh, like I love those. Kyle. Yeah, and it's like it's weird because you don't really go into it going, "I'm gonna, this is my TV dad." Yeah, but you do see him talking to a boy like Will or Junior who look like you or about your age, and you go. Yeah, maybe he's right. Mm. And when you don't necessarily have somebody in your house Telling saying you that, that to you, it and not not like my mum didn't, but like I don't have a male. Mm. I didn't have like my dad's. My dad's. We we don't have those conversations. We speak a little bit, but we don't. We've never had those conversations and mm. since he's left the house. We've never had that kind of connection. So it's weird when you look at like James Avery giving Will advice, and then you kind of you're going through a similar thing. And then it makes you think in a certain way. And also, flip it, it's also like really bad when you look at like the toxic parts of like black males. Yeah. So Will Smith um has like had 
this um interview where he basically said that he was um he's talking to some guy and and he's like um i'm i do not quit he's like if i'm on oh a God. if i'm on a um treadmill and a olympic runner is on the other treadmill he's like i am not going to get off until that that um that runner gets off and he's like i'm either going to keep running or i'm going to die on the treadmill can you like i just don't understand <laughs> i i don't understand yeah. that idea like what is i for me like that is like i feel so sad because it's like this is a yeah. human being that was obviously he's not like that anymore but yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's th- come through he's come through yeah a I'm massive like, change. This his is, book's really good this is a human being that is gripped yeah. He's held in a chokehold by the chains. Be, I will not be moved. You know, he's like... You will not move me. Literally, it's like, <laughs> sir, I'm a black you... man in America. <laughs> I will not move off this stress meal. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sir, you are you are just... You are bound by but, the chains of toxic, when, toxic when, masculinity. But when you think about it, but when you think about it, when you think about men like Joe Jackson, when you think about a lot of these How men... Oh, not Joe Jackson. Not Joe Jackson. <laughs> when you think about a lot of these men and you think about the fact that, like, their parents were all, like, post-World War II, like, black men... Yeah, yeah, ...who yeah. are trying to fucking make money in the 50s. Yeah, or, no, I get that. Or in the 60s or in the 70s and in the midst of like the Black Panthers still being put in jail and shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's still segregation or whatever. Hard time to be alive. Very fucking hard time to be alive. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's passed down, but, um, yeah, that toxicity, man, that like, that kind of like, um, dying on a treadmill or something that I, I kind of like, I kind of like adapted onto. Yeah. And I think it's given me some really, really good traits. But I also think it's going to be some horrible ones. Because it's like, the don't I know on, it, Chef. The dying on a treadmill <laughs> thing, man, can be great. Because you'll never quit, but you will also. You will die. You will. But, but, you, like, but yeah. But the the Olympic thi- runner will outrun you. But the thing is, you also start to think like, well, okay, well then, if that's how I die, that's how I die. Mm. And you start to be a lot more reckless yeah. with how you take care of yourself. Yeah. There is no taking care of yourself. So that's a way in which I think media and um and like people, especially Will Smith, Will Smith has been a big like inspiration to me growing up because yeah. that kind of like black man that can, can like surf white Hollywood and become the biggest star in the world or the Obama effect. Like that stuff is always really difficult, especially for people that are like the quote unquote Oreos. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not seen as Hood or I'm not seen as cool as Dave or Stormzy. Do you know what I mean? I'm kind of seen as the alternative one. Yeah. And like, and like just to wrap up, but people like Donald Glover were, um, I know that, I know that um, one of our friends, Hugo, it feels like this as well, but like um, Donald Glover, was like somebody that I really clinged on to when he started making music and started making films and doing his comedy shows, like everything about him just screamed who I was. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, Jaden Smith, um, Chance the Rapper, all of these people that were just kind of on the fringe. Yeah. Um, affected me a lot. So media affects you a lot when it comes to your... Um, your identity. Yeah, and the way you maneuver, yeah. Because like, like, if you look on my wall, there's like, there's like, Chance the Rapper next to Tupac. Do you know what I mean? He's also next to Hayley Williams. Yeah, he's also (laughs) next to Hayley Williams. And Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. (laughs) Yeah, and Bob Marley in the corner. Like, it's it's like, these people all 
have an effect on you in certain ways because you find yourself like when you have time i found myself like f- trying to look at snippets of life in loads of different places take yeah. them put them in my pocket and be like well but marley says that like money doesn't make you rich you know what i mean like he he feels like money is something else and that really stuck with me that i don't you've probably seen the interview yeah, you know I mean? positions make you rich. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I was like, he's like, he's so like sure of himself. Mm. And I was like, I want to be like that. Do you know what I mean? And you take it and mm. be like, yeah, that's right, man. Like, what is that? And you keep it and you hold it. And um, so yeah, I think it affects you a lot. Sometimes for for the good, but it can also also fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you've sort of already answered this question actually, but um, yeah. kind of, what is a film or TV series? where a relationship has affected you. So I know you were talking wow. about James Avery and Will Smith's obviously kind of father, uncle, son. Yeah, yeah. Fresh Prince. Deeply. How is there is there any other kind of relationship on screen that has kind of affected you, whether it's affected your relationships or affected yeah. you as a person and changed you? I think Lucas and Peyton. Oh my God, oh I my God, shout out to One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill, best TV show ever lived. Oh my um, God. I think Lucas and Peyton's relationship, I think that kind of like, maybe it's a little bit of a jovial thing, but I think with 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 both of them, like Peyton was like this girl to Lucas, mm. right? This girl that he was always supposed to be with. Yeah. This girl that he was always going to find and like he was always we all knew it we all knew it it was like he's supposed to be with we Peyton all, well I mean I we all we all that think he was supposed to be with Brooke we all knew <laughs> <laughs> I mean we all knew we all knew it but then there was a period of time there where him and Brooke time. were going well yeah, and yeah. I was like and she was with Jake um, yeah, 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 yeah when she, and she was, was with Jake, Jake or when Peyton was out here just not interested in guys interested and doing her mum thing and yeah, you know yeah. she and had the brothers and stuff and like it was like so is is Lucas gonna is Lucas forgetting about Peyton because this isn't yeah. something sometimes that I think, I think I want. Sometimes I think. Sometimes I think. I think we both have a little bit of a, a like a like broken person complex oh, where yeah. we're both very interested romantically yeah. with broken it's people. It's very dangerous. You can well. see like, it. You can see in our relationship we yeah, love to fix each other. Like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. You're broken. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something really emo. <laughs> Show about. me those pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah legit, <laughs> legit. Um, keeping the PG. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but um, yeah, no, it's it's something really emo about that. Yeah, but but I think it's also like a way that you feel like you can connect with people. I think yeah. if I ended up being with someone who was this like incredibly optimistic, yeah, kind of like Kevin Hart, Kevin, oh, Kevin Hart vibes, Kevin Hart character, I'd literally, I, I that would be the worst thing. Yeah, for me. yeah, I yeah. want someone who can understand when I'm feeling quite. Dark. dark you know i need you to then, and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean you're not pulling me down into even more darkness no, no, but no. you understand you, you, you know what the feeling you know is. what it is do you, you know, know what when i mean to, you know when to keep quiet mm. you know and, and also that's stuff that we both had to learn yeah we're not perfect at it but we are we are very good when it comes to you need a you need a moment right now okay let's just sit down or let's just do something and i think um yeah one tree hill really kind of i, I was just gonna say that maybe it kind of implanted this attraction to the broken person and i think hillary burton that's on you <laughs> yeah no, i fucking love hillary burton. shout out to hillary burton yeah, man. um i think i think maybe it was it, it was that like he had that like because lucas wasn't necessarily 
a all-rounded perfect person either. No. He had a lot of issues. Have and you seen like on Instagram there's like these there's like a hate train on Lucas Scott and I and it's like <laughs> okay, I get it because everyone's like, "Oh my god, we ship Naily, we ship Naily." But, you know, Lucas Scott, he was like a demon boy. And it's like He really was. It's like um it's like fake nice boy, like no, fake nice guy kind of thing nice like boy. he's I'm just like like he's like the nice guy trope, the guy that's like super nice to you but also like will kill you. And I'm like Lucas uh, no. wasn't any of that. Like, okay, Lucas maybe he was a, nice guy. a yeah. little bit self-obsessed super and self-obsessed. made yeah, yeah. stupid decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. He cheated but he on Brooke through. with Peyton. But he always I came get through. It. He but always he, came through. He did. Always and Brooke came went through. back with him anyway. For everyone. He came through for everyone. He did. Not he just did. not just Peyton, not just Brooke. Came through for Haley. Came through for fucking Flexi. Yeah, and Haley is the one that we should hate, and I don't understand why yeah, people yeah. never think that. Yeah, I know. Haley, Haley was, is Haley was the is a trash. terrible friend. Haley is trash. <laughs> Haley's fucking Haley's fucking out here just leaving Nathan and going off with fucking Chris Keller. I, on I mean, tour. but not even that. She betrayed Lucas by getting with getting Nathan with him in, in the, the first place. place. Yeah, man, she's trash. <laughs> For her bro. to then just waltz off. Yeah. How does that start? Tell me, 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 me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Bye to me. This Just is heaven to no one else but me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can put the song on. Oh so my god! Um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. god, yeah. No, I just but but anyway. Sorry, One Tree Hill. Yeah, broken yeah. people, broken people. One Tree Hill, One Tree Hill really spoke to a really depressed um, kid that didn't really understand that he actually had like mental health issues. Yeah, like I didn't understand I had any of those issues when I was a kid. I just I was just going through it. Yeah. I had lots of like dark dissociative depressive moments mm. and never really understood it but one tree hill really did kind of shape my understanding of friendships mm-hmm. shake my understanding of relationships um for good and for bad yeah maybe it's a little bit ide- idealist yeah um but i did but that show gave me a lot of comfort um yeah. and it still does it still does it's got really soft face in my heart that show yeah. especially when you i feel i feel like i connect to it so much because it like it's like loneliness. I feel, mm. I feel, I think about loneliness when I think about one oh tree. My God. So I was I, really alone. It's uh, so funny you say that because I think my similar to you mm. in, in response to this question, um, rel- a lot of the relationships. Like I obviously love love, haha. But a lot of the relationships that affected me were a lot of the friendship ones. Yeah, and like. <sighs> Where I don't want to say like, where I'm from, we don't die for our friends, but like, yeah, yeah, there's a purity in some of the relationships that I saw on screen. Yeah, you hold your friend up, your best friend up, like they're your lifeline. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. wasn't taught that. Yeah, I wasn't taught your group of friends. Yeah, you ride or die for like, yeah, you yeah, will yeah, die yeah. for your friends. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. will die for, and I wasn't. Yeah. And yeah, we had like ride or die, da 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 da. But it wasn't the heart of that. It was like, yeah. oh my god, that's my friend. I'm gonna buy them this. I'm gonna get them we were that. A family. I yeah, will yeah. lie myself down for them. That didn't really exist too much yeah. for me in yeah. my personal experiences. And I think some a bit of it was fear, and I really wanted that. Mm. A bit of it was fear of to what would manifest itself to social anxiety later on. But yeah, yeah. a bit of it was the fear of getting rejected yeah. and the fear of like 
wanting, I felt so deeply for so much people in my life. For real. And I just felt like they didn't feel the same about me. Yeah. And I think, I remember like on the last day of school, I cried like an animal. Like, mm. and it was it's actually quite embarrassing. I'm sure someone has the tape. Yeah. <laughs> <And, laughs> I cried like an animal. Like I made like this speech, which I, I don't yeah. know who the hell I thought I was making a freaking speech, but yeah. I made this like speech in front of everyone, like my class. And I was like crying like a baby. You felt, do- you felt deeply about because it, Because I yeah. felt so deeply that I'd be leaving these people, but I knew... Mm. And the reason I was crying, I knew that I was probably not going to be, not going to see him again. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to be as close to any of them again. Yeah. And that's because I wanted to be just as close, but I knew that none of these people, some of these people might not even follow me out of here. Well, like, yeah. it's I was, not. Yeah, uh, I was speaking to your cousin yesterday on the phone and she said, she she said the exact same thing. When she oh, was like, really? We're talking about crying. We're just the same like, person. <laughs> I love you, Priscilla. <laughs> Much love to Priscilla, man. Much love to Priscilla. Um, yeah, no, she was saying the same thing. She said that, um, she, it, I think it was, the, we were talking about crying mm. and saying that I've been crying a lot recently, like Chandler. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've opened the gate. <laughs> I've opened the gate. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, we and she said she said the same thing, but when she was at school, she remember like, I think it was like crying because everybody was leaving and stuff. And But it was like a little tear. It wasn't like a big one. Yeah, she's, then, she's yeah. quite dramatic. Yeah, and then that made me think, that made me think of when I left my school in Preston and um, everyone had, there's a video on my Facebook of like everyone got these beats and um and and when I watch it, I still get really sad because yeah. I was like moving back to London. Mm. It was all weird. It's I mean, sad, yeah. yeah. And I was like, we everybody had like hosted this party for me at my friend's house and and um yeah. And then it just and then we just all kind of stopped talking. Standard, yeah. yeah. And it's it was it's weird because so we were so like close. I, yeah. Also, there's like all of the all of the craziness about living there and mm. racism and, and alienation and all that kind of stuff and it's all married together with within this friendship thing yeah and it's all weird it's all really it weird, weird cause emotional because when i watch tv i i only want i want a friendship group like friends yeah and yeah, i'm 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 obsessed with friends like like 100 percent. but yeah. i want a friendship group like friends i want a friendship group like new girl where and sometimes it's weird because I like envy them because I, yeah. I like um see the way they talk and I know it's scripted obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I see the way. But it is based on. It's based on, on humans. That, that writers, right? It's based on that writers group of friends. Yeah. yeah, and I see the way people talk to each other and respond to each other. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't be able to respond to that because I'd just be so afraid. Yeah. Of how someone will react to me (laughs) yeah 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 like it's just constantly living in and i just feel like again like friends and a new girl and and even like um the big bang theory and like all of those like with with an ensemble cast where they're all sort of they have a relationship i'm always like i i'm looking for that well that's one. that's the one thing shout call out to any black alternative people please (laughs) text me (laughs) Yeah. Please text me. I'm we very nice. You. I'm very nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it silent so you sound weird. <laughs> no, call us. Give us a call. Give a mother a call and me. Um, we'd love to know some more alternative black people. Um, yeah, no. Um, that was so funny. I forgot, I forgot what I was going to say. Love crying out. Love crying out loud. <laughs> Just look at who I'm hosting with you guys. Seriously. What a, what a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was basically I was talking about how much I love Friends and New Girl and the Big Bang Theory and all that kind of stuff and yeah, how their yeah. their friendships and One Tree Hill coming off One Tree Hill yeah, and yeah, how yeah, yeah, like yeah. 
freaking Brooke and they named their kids after each other. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want that. And sometimes I have this, like, vision of, like, some of my old friends from school. Yeah. Like, messaging me and going, yeah. hey, like, oh, my God, I've been thinking about you. How are you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I loved you so deeply. Yeah. And I just, I don't think that yeah. that was well, the case. Yeah. Well, let's, let's not make it out like we don't have any friends because I'm sure they're going oh, no. sure to be listening to this going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what about yeah, me? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's more the idea of like the whole big like big kind of like tv friendship group yeah in 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 the same in the same space that's that's what it is it's like i want to live across the hall from my friend that's essentially being in being close by with a friend and it's hard sometimes it's hard sometimes when you're doing what we're doing as filmmakers because we work together and and you're it's quite an isolating space because when you're working for yourself you're not working at like a at like an office space where mm, you're meeting loads of different exactly. people. Exactly. You'll meet people on sets, but then that'll be really hard because you'll be on another set and then you're, you're constantly meeting different people. Exactly. But it's hard sometimes for people to stick. So shout out to the, the close friends that you have because your, your circle usually becomes smaller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I think we've, yeah, my, uh, yeah, I forgot my point, but that was what we said has been really good. So we'll move <laughs> on. <laughs> um, okay. Four, what is the ultimate goal in your career? What would be your ideal life? The ultimate goal in my career? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Um, I have many things that I want to accomplish in my life. Many, many, many things. Mm -hmm. So my career encompasses so much. It's not just one, like, thing. Yeah. I don't just want to be a filmmaker yeah yeah um which is really interesting uh i yeah. want to so my ideal life would be me with you no obviously <laughs> um living in a really cute little like you know i don't know a cute little house okay you know just on the on the um not in London, but in like a cute little nice. neighborhood in London, you know, yeah. super cute. I have the money to sort of like really do it the way I'd want to do it. Yeah. Um, And we are sort of, and I specifically, um, I have my hands in all of the pots in which I mm. want to have my hands in. So for, yeah. so should I go into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for example, like I want to have a talk show. Nice. Um, I want to um, have a fashion line at some point in mm -hmm. my life. Like I'm desperate for that. Like I, I would love that. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be a direct. I, I am the director of Hot Honor LCD. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want our company to multiply. Yeah. Get bigger. So we are housing some beautiful projects, projects yeah. that we believe in. We are literally True. like the British A24, A24. slash HBO slash. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Warner so it's, slash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we are. I get to read scripts and talk to um, develop projects and yeah. produce and direct and do all of that kind of really incredible stuff. Yeah. For um, production. Yeah. But I also want to write. Um, a book. I want to be able to write books at some point. 
uh, and also do my spoken word when I do my spoken word. And I think that that's just, that's the main outline of some of the things that I really want to be able to do and have my hands in. Yeah. And obviously that's, I've been told my whole entire life that you can't do all of that. You can't have your, you can't do that. That's too much. Whoever's saying that's an idiot. And, (laughs) you know, I think that there's like slight truth to it, which is like, which is like, you can't, I can't do everything in one day. I think that's, I think that's what they mean. I feel like, I feel like they, that's how I'm taking it. So I feel like they mean, (laughs) I feel like they mean, you can't do all of that in one day. I'm like, no, yeah, I know it's so hard. I can't do that all in one day, but I can do it. Yeah. Like, I can do it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not how, and every time I think about this, and it's really bad because I hated her for years, but I'm back to like feeling like she's absolutely fine and probably think she's really nice. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am 100% certain that everybody told Kim Kardashian that she's going to amount to nothing. 100%. Right? This woman is half in the tech world doing up game. Yeah. She's basically a supermodel doing up cover Vogue. Yeah. Then she's a reality TV star doing yeah. up, keeping up with Kardashians. Well, yeah. That was weird. Keeping up with the Kardashians. <coughs> yeah. Then she has, uh, oh, she was doing Dash with her sisters, making up clothes. Uh-huh. Then she did perfume. Skims. Then she, now she's doing Skims, which is actually, it looks good. Yeah, Skims is, skims right? is doing well. Then she's doing makeups. Lawyer. Now she's a lawyer. Sorry, but. How can you say that someone can't do that? And and guess what? She's a freaking billionaire. Not only that, she was married like three times, but also has like yeah. four kids. So she's like a whole mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. Know, do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like she's actively yeah. and it's, doing, and it's, you, and you also can have your hands and in And also it's pots. more than like, I can, I can hear someone going, yeah, but white privilege. But I feel like it's more than that yeah. because she really should just be Paris Hilton. She where should be where it's Hilton. just like, yeah, okay, white privilege has given you a TV show, and yeah, yeah, you're you're here in the background, but nobody you have you, about you anyway. like you, you own had, a club somewhere, yeah, you, had or... your, you had your 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Kim has not had a 15 minutes. Kim is continuing to to whatever. However you feel about her, it's been, it's, yeah, whether you well. whether you're annoyed that her butt is fake or not, like yeah. at the end of the day, Everyone's that's what fake. you call. Like she has her hands. That's what you call fucking hustle, bro. Do you know what I mean? Christiana, bruv. Christiana. And it's and it's like you could you might think that what she does is stupid, but it is at the end of the day she's making hella. From I don't it. I don't even know how you can think what she's doing is stupid in the world of influencers because she mm. started the she influencer is the, culture. She is she the is inf- the influencer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean she's the queen of the influencers and now everyone else does it? Yeah, it's true. It's Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not like, yeah, yeah, we have personalities. But no, it's like now it's just, hey guys, here's my thing and everybody speaks like this and here's my <laughs> makeup and everybody does it. So Everyone I really like it. my concealer. It's really yeah. beautiful and really light. Everybody fucking it's does like it, bro. It's the best color. Yeah, so how can, you, how can you find it? How can you find it stupid when it's all the shade room and shade borough and... All they talk about. It's everyone talk, It's all everyone mm-hmm, talks about. Mm-hmm. It. Molly May's an influencer. Do you know what I mean? Every yeah. black person's an influencer. Do you know what I mean? Even Nella Rose and fucking and Grace Archer Laurie, these yeah. people are, are shout out to you guys. Shout out to yeah, you guys. Yeah, man. Black British, Black British uh, excellence, bro. Killing Woo! It. Yeah, man. And Young Philly and Chunks and Harry Panera and them, oh man. god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, them, them too. Yeah, they're killing it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, but yeah, no, no. Influencing no, culture is doing well, man. Yeah. These are people that didn't necessarily have like 
talents, quote unquote. Quote and unquote. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Shoot, no shoot. I that so I think when I hear a lot of people, I was actually at a production meeting recently and the woman actually said that to me. She was like, Oh, you know, it's hard to like do loads of things. And I and I and I completely understand that. I get it's hard to do things. You, but I don't I don't it's hard for you. My my, my vision is so different from people who want to just work in companies. Yeah, man. It's and hard I, it's hard for you. It's hard for you. I don't care how it sounds. It is <laughs> difficult for you. Michael's riled up, Chad. No, but it's true, man. It's true. Every day. I always I every always, day gets shot down. Yeah, shot man. down again. Every day. <laughs> shot down every again. Day, I want to post picture. Day, shot down. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, no, every day, bro, I get the exact same. I've, I've had it. I've had it since I was a kid, but because I've wanted to do so much. And I've always proved them wrong. Ooh, every time. Yeah, you better every work. time. Oh, you can't do this. I, I, I did it. You can't do this. I did it. <laughs> oh, you can't do this. Here it is. Do you know what I mean? They never work, know what to say. And then the same yeah. people come back to you and be like, yo, it's so good that you started a podcast. Yo, it's so good that you did this. Oh, my God, I can't believe you did the film. It's like, bro, it's like, what I can do and what you can do are different. Just keep it at that. Yeah. I, I mean, like, it's hard because I think that I never want to. I'm so cautious of, I'm so aware of being inoffensive, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and for real, when, for pe- real. when I tell and people, not. and I know you're not, <laughs> and when I tell people what I want to do and they shoot me down, I yeah. feel so bad, so I don't shoot them down yeah, for yeah, shooting yeah, yeah. me down. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. don't go, mm, I disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think, I don't think that what I'm doing is shooting people down. Yeah. What I am saying is don't, if you don't think I can do it, that's fine. But you don't think I can do it because your mind can't take you to that place Ooh. of somebody. You're, oh, it's true, bro. Polite shade, child. It's true, bro. Intellectual it's shade. No, it's true. <laughs> it's so true. Your it's man so... is smart. Your <laughs> mind is colonized, brother. You need to get out of that colonized mind. That's what you need to do, brother. No, no. It's not, not even like that. Not even a cussy way. But... um. Everything I say, and it ends up sounding like a Kanye West rant. But it's it's what it is. It's what it is. Because some people are like, I physically can't see how you can write six projects in, in the space of two months. It's like, we've both done that. Do you know what I mean? No, not six projects in the space whatever, of two whatever, months. Whatever, whatever the thing is. Okay, wanna, whatever the numbers are. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. whatever the number is. I don't understand how you can put out a audio story every month. It's like, well, maybe it's because maybe you can't do that. Maybe you can, maybe you can put you can out an audio else. story once a year, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But don't put your insecurities out on other people. Don't then say because you don't feel like you could do it, you need to then tell someone else that they can't. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. Know what I mean, there's a difference between because there's a difference between advising someone about, bro. I don't think that's gonna work. Yeah. And like beca- and you give them the practicalities of mm-hmm. it. Which is then, what I do all the 100%, time. Hundred yeah. percent. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But there is a lot of people that are just like, oh, you can't do that. Because yeah. because they can't see themselves doing it. Mm. And I, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. Well, I'm I'm a massive a massive on champion people. Do you know what I mean championing yeah. people to to do to do the things that they want to do, and that doesn't mean that we all have to be out here fucking making twenty films a year yeah. or out here trying to die on this treadmill. But it does mean that <laughs> everyone has some form of creativity. Everyone, I believe that everyone was born with creativity in them, and I believe yeah. that anyone can use that in some way. Even if what you do is just fucking make puzzles. Do you know what I mean? You make puzzles <laughs> you make and you puzzles. enjoy it. Bro, that's fucking creative. Yeah, no, Do you know what I mean? That's I, enjoy, it, I enjoy good puzzles, it's not, it's not all about making movies and making music. Yeah, no. But I don't tell people that they can't do shit. So, man, I don't like that. Well, thank you for being my defender, honey. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> amazing. <Shut up. laughs> so, 
Um, same for you. What is the ultimate goal in your career? What would your ideal life be? Um, I don't really know. Which is so weird. Because yeah. I feel like I used to know. Yeah. Tell me I used to know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I, don't, I, I really don't. I know that I want to live in a really nice house with you. Woo. So we, we, we're on the same page with that. Yeah, house, <laughs> house, family, sick marriage, all of that stuff. A sick marriage. A sick marriage, all that stuff. <laughs> like Break it's a potion party. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. sick marriage. <laughs> you got a sick uh, marriage. Yeah, yeah, like all of that stuff. All of that, like really good stuff. Um, But I know I know that I want to make music. I know I want to make musicals. I know I want to make animations. So you um, want to be Lin-Manuel? Kind of. <laughs> kind, kind of, kind of, but I... Also, like, want to, I want, I want to work with a lot of people. Like, I want to work with Pixar, and I want to work with Marvel, okay, yeah. and I want to continue to make. I write a lot of different stuff. Like, I've got like big. I've got like a lot of projects that I don't feel like will see the light of day until I um make make a couple films. But like, okay, like yeah. the Garden and and um big like sci-fi, Afrofuturistic stuff, and musicals mm. like the um a plague and stuff like that. Like, there's some projects that I really want to do and um, that's great but I don't know when or how or how those projects will kind of come alive but yeah. I know I want to do that I know that I want to make music in some regard well, do you know what I think it's really nice that you don't have an ideal yeah I think it's nice that you have lots of like wants and desires and well, you're yeah. just sort of like I'm actually I just I'm, I'm, I'm being I'm, guided by these I'm feelings. so happy to just well, I've come to a point where I feel like in like in like meditation and prayer and like daily devotional, I've come to this point of understanding where it's like I don't know where I'm gonna be in, in four years. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm not driving this car. Mm. So because I'm not Baby, driving this you car, can drive no, my car. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find if I can find that video, I'll put it up. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not driving this car. So because I'm not driving it, I don't know. But I know that I know that I want to do film and music for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, like I'm just kind of I, like there's so many there's so many projects and so many things that I want to do and I know that I always want to be in film but I also really like the idea of kind of being like a Quincy Jones when you get to like when you get to like 60 oh, yeah. and you're just out here like working with people love Quincy Jones working with people and just doing that like like even what he did for film like even what he yeah. did with like The Wiz and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and mm. also also whilst making Thriller and Bad <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean yeah, yeah like yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that whatever it's going to be, I know that it's going to be a beautiful ride. So I'm getting to this place where before I used to be so like kind of, you know, man, in 60 years time, I'm going to be the fucking mogul of the world, Jay-Z, whatever. Now I'm like, bro, as long as it's within the plans that have been formed for me, I'm happy. But I do want to... I do want this company to become something that stands on its own two feet, like an A24, like a Warner Brothers. Like so, two hundred years from now, when we're gone, like it's still standing and it's still re representing the same thing, and it's yeah. and it's representing that thing that we've always wanted to do, which is Black British, Black British film, mm. and like and like and and like 
like genuine, genuine, authentic work mm. that speaks to people. That's that's what would be that that would be dope. That'd be dope. But as long as I live a good life, man, I live long. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'll be alright. Yeah. Yeah. Well, question Where are you number five. It's getting so deep, isn't it? Fucking hell, man. Let's <laughs> you're, light it up. You're on a desert <laughs> island. What's your favorite cocktail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one. Uh, you're on I don't really believe in cocktails. <laughs> I just believe in shots. <laughs> you're on a desert island and you only have five films with you. Okay. What films are they? Fuck. I'm on a desert island and I've only got five films. So these uh, are films you have to watch over and over and over again. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday, which is one, which is with Lindsay Lohan and... Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. And Chad Michael Murray, my husband. And Chad. Freaky Friday. Ooh, fuck. Maybe, like, Catch Me If You Can. Okay. Oh, that's such a good film. Steven Spielberg, Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh. Oh, now Leo's just opened the gate. Oh, God. Fuck. Okay, we need something like... <laughs> okay, we, we need... need... What's like my favourite black film? Oh, we need something like... Oh, no, not Black Panther. I feel like I get tired of that. Yeah, oh my God, Black Panther. I'd Your get, weapons. I'd get, I'd get tired of that. Jeez. <laughs> Hey, Auntie. I think I get tired of it. Yeah, I definitely get tired. Of it. I got tired. I've of watched. It. I've watched it too many, too many times. Yeah. Um. Maybe like Get Out. Oh, okay. Get Out would be good. Like Get Out or Us. Oh, maybe Us. Really? Yeah, actually Us because that would be a good like little horror flick. Turn it on every so often. Okay, so Freaky Friday. Yeah. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Us. Us. Oh shit! Pixar. Okay. Fuck. Um. Oh, Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Okay. And the musical. Because you'd want to keep it light, wouldn't you? In the fucking heights, man. In the heights. In the heights, I grab my coffee and I... yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Okay, be so good. probably not the actual list, but was that, oh, uh, is the, it not? <laughs> well, the actual list would probably take me like ten hours. So my <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But that's good enough. So for now. you are Freaky Friday. Yeah. Um, Catch, Catch me if you can. can. Us. Us. You said something else. Freaky what was Friday. Catch me if you can. Us. Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. And in the Heights. In the Heights. I think that'd be a good. That's good an okay list. list. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be my, my list. We get tired. Ah, oh, there's no sci-fi in there. There's no sci-fi. Oh, I need to take something out and put out, put in like a like Star Wars or something or like. I think you freaking take out um. Us. What the hell's that doing in there? That's a great film, though. Yeah, it's a great film, but it's not one you take to you with you on the desert island. Yeah, actually, to be fair, you'd think you'd die. I'm gonna replace that. I'm gonna replace us with with Star Wars. Rev Maybe a Marvel movie. No. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Endgame. And no, no. <laughs> Infinity War. Oh, Infinity God. War. Okay. Infinity War would be great. That'd be good. I could watch that over and over again. <laughs> da, 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 da. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, Infinity War. Okay. Um. Okay. That's what, good. What about you? What's your five? My five would be The Parent Trap. Uh huh. Is one. Um. High School Musical Three. Oofed. 
Obviously. Banger. Um, uh, that's difficult. Um, what's one that I get sucked into that I love? What's one that I get sucked into that mean I love? Mean Girls? Oh, something of that vibe. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 So, like, maybe Mean Girls. Mean 13, Girls is a 13 good... Go, 13 over oh, 30. my God, 13 going on 30. I love that film, but not not that. No, I'd go Mean Girls. Have to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah. Obviously, because it's absolutely hilarious. And maybe yeah. another, like... Maybe, like, another, like, dancey one. I yeah, think. one that I, I want can, to like, save the last dance. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. But not, just, just no, 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 like, Netflix. not, not, ask me, mm, just another, like, musical type, like, dream girls, cute film, something Real like dream that. Girls. Yeah, dream girls esque. Step into the bad side, step into the bad Yeah, maybe side. dream girls. Dream girls is long enough to, like, chop it up a bit, I think. Maybe dream girls. <laughs> yeah, dream um, girls could be good. <laughs> Do you like my baritone? Step into the baritone. Gonna take a mean ride. Mean ride. The smile I have okay. is going away. Those that still are going to pay. Step into the baritone. Today. Boom, okay, boom, thank you very much for that. That was incredible. So that was Step great. Step into the bad side. Okay, we get it. <laughs> we get the point. That's such a good song. Okay, ooh, ooh, so ooh. The Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what else I said. High School Musical 3. High School Musical 3. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. House of Musical 10 Days. Guy. And Dream Girls. Dream Girls. Actually, no, I'm going to swap out Dream Girls for Why Did I Get Married, I think. No. Yeah. Oh, that's quite good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Why Did I Get Married is absolutely hilarious. If you ever, like, miss black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah if exactly. We, if we were stuck on this island together, I feel like we'd have some good films. No, <laughs> no, not with <laughs> yours. Yeah. Not with your peers. Mine are, gr- mine are great. Though I think that I would also like maybe a swap out maybe Mean Girls 4 because I've already got Lindsay in there. Yeah. Do you know I mean, we have three Lindsay Lohan films between us. Yeah, but Freaky, so Friday, would, Freaky, Freaky Friday is a classic. It is a classic and I always, I definitely need Chad there. So I would maybe swap out Mean Girls. What about? For like an animation. What about if you had to take two TV series? I would take Friends. My Wife and Kids. Oh, My Wife and Kids is a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'd say My Wife and Kids. If I had to take two... I'd take Friends and maybe, oh, I don't know. Two's hard, isn't it? Wait, I would, it's, Friends is definitely on there. Yeah. And then it's either Shit's Creek or Parks and Recreation. But I don't, I don't know. Well, well, we're on an island together. I'm going to take my wife and kids and The Walking Dead. Oh, that's not, that's (laughs) not good. That's so good. That's not good. It's so good. I can't go anywhere without seeing Rick Grimes. (laughs) Rick. Okay. Rick Grimes. Um, okay. Is the industry exactly what you thought it would be? Oh. No. It's nicer. It's th- nicer? Really? I think we've met some really lovely people. I think um I think it's a lot nicer than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like or maybe we've just been lucky with some of the people we've spoken to. But I thought it was gonna be like fucking throw the coffees in your face. You fucking yeah. piece of shit. Get in, get in my office. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never work in this town again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll Do never you work in this town I mean? again. And it is a little bit like that. I mean I've had some terrible experiences on film sets 
yeah. that have like that have like fucked up my mental health massive massively. Um but overall, um but that's working, that's been that was like working as like a crew member. And yeah. So I think I think as a writer, I think it's been and pitching to production companies and talking to the production companies that we've talking to, um spoken to. I think there's been a lot of we've spoken to a lot of nice people. That's very true. I don't think we've spoken to too many You've spoken to a lot of liars as well. A lot of liars, a lot of twats. But um, they've not liar! been... Liar! You fucking liar. Um, but but, uh, but then uh, we've met some celebrities as well that have been a bit... Mm, but have been a bit booky. Yeah. But a bit snaky. Yeah, a bit... A bit yeah, yeah, a bit... Mm. Yeah, and we've also met some... like Yeah, to be fair, we've met a nice variety of people, but overall mm, it's yes. been a pretty good experience. Overall it's been nice. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple of people where it's been like shocking. Where it's like, oh, I didn't expect that from you. Yeah. And like, these are people where you kind of like look up to them and you're like, mm, I thought, but that's a shame. Mm. But that's not enough to weigh it and be like, because of the experience I had with that person, that everything else has been really terrible. Yeah, no, people were actually pretty nice. But then again, we're writers. So we're much higher on the fucking dog chain. Like, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, yeah, higher yeah. than like, I higher than like a fucking gaffer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess makeup, so. Because gaffers makeup are. And, yeah, and haircut. And hair. Yeah, because people can easily treat them like crap, which they don't deserve. I yeah, think, exactly. They're like. Which, which again, if you're if you're in makeup or you're in hair or you're a gaffer or you're a second AC or a second AD, you're like, this industry's fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you know I mean? when I was a second, I was like. Uh, I don't know if I want to do this again. Yeah. So it it depends, isn't it? But then that just shows like privilege, isn't it? We're, mm. we're we're in a part we're in a part where it's like it's easier. Yeah. It's easier to be nice to us because we make the content that they that people that people shoot. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I feel the same. So. Yeah. 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 You feel similarly. Yeah, I pretty much feel the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. I Did feel like f- we've met some. Do you feel like it was going to be different to how you thought or? You know, I didn't know what I thought it would be like yeah. going in. Yeah. I again, I came from a background of fashion where it was notorious that people were shit there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, people yeah, yeah. would throw coffees in your face. Yeah. And people would say horrible things. Like I remember when I was working backstage at London Fashion Week, and we had to try and get that. We tried to get the, a designer's. Um, we had to like kind of not pitch ourselves, but we yeah. were told, "Oh, go to this designer." Yeah. And they'll sort of put you on like backstage and stuff, and yeah. um their I don't know whether it was their manager or their creative director of the brand was sort of like okay what have you done Fucking and I was hell. like uh, 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 uh. and they're like you haven't even done get out and I was like yeah. oh my god yeah, oh yeah. my god oh my god oh my god obviously she didn't say that to me but she did say that to a girl that was sitting next to me and that was like yeah I was like oh my god she's literally like kicking, yeah. kicking people out here yeah yeah. Well, like, I mean, the uni I went to was notorious for like having really shitty lecturers and throwing people's work on the floor and doing all yeah. sorts of stuff like that. So. And well, and well, we we've I've been in situ- I've been in a situation with a first AD where they've made a lot of people feel uncomfortable, mm. and and like I've been in a situation where I've got paper thrown in my face, mm. in my face, and um, that's not cool. No, do you know what I mean? Um, but we won't go. We won't get too much into that. But but you get what I'm saying. But it's yeah. it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one because you don't want to say like, oh, the industry's so good. I don't know what anyone's talking about. But um, it has been. I think we've had a good. We've had a better experience. We've had a better in, experience. In the, but in the, the moral, pitching with production. The moral production of the companies. story is like treat crew better, bro, bro. I treat think that's crew, it. Yeah, and 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 really treat them better. 
Treat and treat, really treat him better. You fucking cunts that are out here making so much fucking money as you as a first AD or a director or a producer. You lot are getting paid so much, and you're fucking you're feeding your family and then some. You're living nice. There's no reason at all for you to be treating people like shit. Yeah. You should be fucking thanking your lucky stars that you even get paid 50K for a job like mm, this. What yeah. the fuck, man? It's horrible. It's fucking horrible that people that are students, mainly women yeah. as well, are out here having to deal with handsy fucking dickheads or yeah. um, or aggressive people because they can't they can't professionally deal with their own shit in their houses. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? But us on the lower pay, if we came in with the fucking attitudes that you came in with, we'd be we'd be we'd be fucking fired on the dot. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, These production right. companies need to do better. These producers need to be do better, especially when it comes to your fucking HR. Your HR. Well, there's the thing. We were having a conversation, I can't remember if it was yesterday, and I was yeah. like, like an intimacy coordinator, there needs to be some sort of HR on set for people for that are being mistreated. For because real. it really is a thing. And for it's real. like, you shouldn't have to be like, oh, someone did something horrible to me, and now I have to write to the hate the company's hr team i should be able to report it then and there and be like bro this person is getting up in my face and you need to do something about for that. real do you know what i mean like or being or being on jobs and fucking changing contracts 24 7 yeah or like yeah or like asking people there's some to, mispractice yeah. happening or paying asking people to work 20 hours a yes. day and paying them for 12 yeah do you know what i mean and mm-hmm. when it, and then it's awkward to then go and ask you for overtime mm. because then your looks like the problem yeah it's fucking bollocks man and you lot work for big fucking companies mm. that are Funded by millionaires. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking bullshit, man. We we're out here asking for an extra two hundred and three hundred quid, and you lot are fucking sitting on millions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's ridiculous, bro. Especially that timing thing, man. Because everyone says it. All of my friends that are in crew say it, man. Like they're fucking working on jobs, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna add over another eight hours to the fucking day, bro." Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. But. It's been a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, so no. much fun. People no, are so nice. <laughs> no, it has, man. It has. It has. But you can you can criticize things that you love. And we have had really, really good experiences with some really, really good people. I think, yeah, we've had really good experiences but we when are, we're not yeah. crew. Though. Yeah, exactly. Do you know exactly. what I mean? And that's like, a really important point. When we we're like not my crew. whole the the art department gets overlooked. We don't, we don't even uh, exist. But people want their things to look good. The art department, no, we're just going to not give you any budget. Yeah, it's man. like, so you expect me to pull clothes out yeah, of my man. ass? And when there's so many fucking stories that crew members know of famous actors that are throwing coffees in people's faces yeah. and screaming at people, you don't have any fucking right. You don't have any fucking right. Yeah. It's not cool, man. It's really not cool to hear certain actors that there's so many stories that go around, man. And it's just like there is. There is there is no need. There's no need mm. to just be like that. If someone fucks up, they fuck up. You don't need to throw anything in people's faces, man. Yeah. It's just fucked. But anyway. We've had an amazing experience. <laughs> and we love all the companies that we've worked with. Woohoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um We are on question seven. Seven. So what's the hardest thing about being in this industry, being a struggling artist? Um, I think the hardest thing about being in this industry is, uh, God, apart from being me, <laughs> is 
probably like probably like not having any support mm. what I do think. you mean so i think By that kind of like because you're not conventional yeah do you know what i mean you're not conventionally working a nine-to-five or you're not employed by a company that gives you quite long contracts or anything yeah. like that it's especially with us what we're doing is like very specific mm-hmm. we're trying to create a production company yeah do you get what i'm saying we're not 100. we're not just screenwriters no. what we're trying to do is actually work with collaborate with lots of other people and also trying to direct on top yeah, of that and yeah. those things are really difficult and it's hard to just want to have all of these things that we want to do and do them yeah. and um you know the the hardest thing is like going long periods of time without any stable income or yeah. sort of like trying to convince people around you that yeah you have something like something good's gonna happen or yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i mean i feel like nobody will yeah i feel like i feel that there is a a an air of lack of support and mm. even though and it could be me because like even though people are like i support you yeah you still sort of feel like they don't yeah you feel like there's there isn't any there isn't any support there yeah. isn't any like i get what you're going through or i sort of do you know what i mean i think yeah. that's I feel, the it, kind I feel of, it from uh, we, i think we both feel it from certain people yeah i think there are certain people um they know who they are um who <laughs> Who do support us? Who do support us? And shout out to you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think on a on a on a larger scale, yeah, it's it's hard, isn't it? Because even even yeah. going back to that conversation of like um, people saying shooting you down and saying, "Oh, you can't do that." Like yeah. that that happens even on a smaller scale of like, yeah. "Oh, I have this story and I think that this will be great." Oh no, no, yeah. that doesn't that won't work or that doesn't yeah. work, or, or people don't do this or. And I feel yeah. like you're constantly fighting for something you believe in. Yeah. And sometimes that can be really tiring. Yeah, 100%. And I think for me, that's the hardest thing. One yeah. is 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 the lack of support and the constant shooting down. And two is probably yeah. the um, not so stable income. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? And real, I feel like being a struggling artist is actually being a struggling artist. Do you know real, what I mean? And I real, think that... Real that is probably the most difficult part of being in this industry and doing yeah. exactly what we're doing. You know, I'm not, I'm not just, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I believe that this is a full-time job. I shouldn't have to work part-time doing something that I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Just to be able to yeah. eat food. You or know what I mean? Sometimes I don't have enough time to mm. do part-time work and also fight for all these ventures yeah because exist. i'm i'm so busy trying yeah to yeah for real build my own company and i'm so busy trying to figure things out and it's like exactly i'm building a company from the ground up and it's literally like a 14-man job yeah man. you know and not only am i trying to write scripts i'm trying to vi- visualize it i'm trying to get in contact with producers i'm yeah, trying man. to write pitches i'm trying to do the social media i'm trying yeah, to yeah. make sure content is out i'm doing a podcast it's like I'm reading scripts. I'm, I'm. We're going back and forth. We're pitching to each other constantly. We're trying to find new ideas and write shorts and do all yeah. this. You know, there's just so many things going on at the same time. This company wants to talk to you about this. You're having a meeting here. You're doing yeah. this. You're going here, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you're trying to network. You're trying to keep 
maintain certain relationships. Like it's a lot to do. Yeah. And then, of course, imposter syndrome is a massive thing as well. But then again, like the hardest thing is having this kind of lack of support around that where people can regard you and sometimes it's not even they don't have to say oh i don't support you but it's a look yeah and it's like oh well we'll see it when we see it you know that that thing and it's like okay yeah Mm. that's the that's the awareness when you see a thing is a really dangerous thing because it's a dangerous game to play yeah because as soon as you start playing it you are like okay well i'm going to show you and yeah you you don't want to become an enemy of yourself yeah because then everything you're doing is because you're like i'm going to show i'm going to show yeah i'm I'm trying to prove things and i don't want to and i don't want to prove anything to anyone i don't even want to prove anything to myself i just want to be in the space and enjoy it for you real, there's I mean? nothing to prove anymore. I don't, there's nothing. There's nothing to prove. Yeah, there's nothing to prove. No, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, but that I think is the hardest thing about being in this industry and being yeah. a traveling artist. What about you? The financial part is 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 really is nightmare. Really the financial part's really difficult because when you think about the fact that we could have we could have had our own yard like two years ago mm. if we took a different route and people tell you that if i stayed in my full-time job yeah I fam- families tell you that like you could have been this by now and it's like no i know and it's not that. i could have been this by now i know yeah it's like I, I actually physically made the decision to not yeah so that i could really push this way um that the financial stuff is really difficult it's really difficult when you want to see your friends and You've only got twenty p in your account, and you don't know where your things coming from. Yeah, you and you know the stuff that you're writing is fucking banging. <laughs> Do you know I, mean? I have fire it's in like, my laptop. It's like, please. Literally, you're like this project is this project is sick. It's crazy, but and I, it's getting a no for no other reason but this company isn't ready for it. Or yeah, the or they've got gonna, something yeah, similar on yeah, their plate. Or or and the people in my vicinity just aren't ready for the thing that I have right mm. now. So I've got to keep writing, keep moving and keep pushing. And, and also I think that the reason why the financial stuff is actually so difficult is because we both come from working class backgrounds. Oh my God. And yeah, 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 if yeah, yeah. we had, if our parents were sitting on our savings or our trust <sighs> yeah. fund, It'd be easier. I'd be like, cool. Easier. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. going to coffee. You know, and yeah, I'm yeah, still doing real. like this and I'm getting like the latest this and the latest and I could be able to function whilst exactly. I'm doing my dream. But I feel like because we are, you know, our parents don't have money to spare for Bro. us, especially when we're old enough. Bro. So, yeah, it's it's difficult. It's difficult, man. It's that. It's that. And then it's also like the whole imposter syndrome thing, because definitely for people like me and you mm. it's so easy to get into your head and be so like volatile and aggressive critical, to yourself yeah. critical and um that's a really difficult thing cuz i was saying i was saying to a I was saying to a friend um I was saying to Tom um um after my birthday it, um the whole kind of um you will get like I'll get like notes from Christina and the notes will be like amazing but then I'll overthink them and be like, oh, does this mean this and this mean that? And yeah. you find yourself just going down this fucking massive rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Yeah. Um, yeah, that you just don't need. So, um, But it is really good to have people like Christina and have the friends that we have yeah. who really are here for like the progression of our careers and care about us and our work. Mm. So um, that's dope. That's dope. And I really, I really appreciate that. But yeah, that's the hardest part. I think it's the, the financial bit. And... 
I think I just copy what you said, but it is that. It? <laughs> yeah. it is those two things, man. The financial bit is really difficult, um, especially when you want to kind of like move. We want to move our relationship forward, and we want to be in our own yard and be able to cook ourselves food and shit. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And be able to get a coffee without like fucking like without stop. it breaking the bank. And this isn't buying. This isn't even like buying clothes. It's just like being able to be like, yeah, man, coffees are easy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Coffees are easy. I don't need to double think them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. <laughs> if you were not a filmmaker, what would you be doing and why? I'd probably be making music. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. Uh, that's definitely a thing. Probably be making music, doing the same struggle, just different art form. Just a different art form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me, born boy. for the struggle. Born um, for the struggle. I think I don't know what I would be doing. I think I'd probably be working, uh, in like a company, like maybe like an ASOS, like doing like a stu- being like a studio manager or something oh, like cool. that, or like yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, if yeah, I'd probably I'd probably be doing that or like Pretty Little Thing and like doing like just managing the studios day to day where yeah. the models come in and they shoot their things for that because that is a massive turnover like it's yeah. so fast that they have to constantly be shooting yeah so i definitely and they pay well those jobs and stuff like that so i yeah, just, probably yeah. be doing something like that you know that. maybe own my own studio and have yeah. people shoot you know what i mean think something something good. along those lines um that yeah, that's dope. probably what i'd be doing oh cool I mean, it's half fulfilling, but also not really at the same but time. Yeah, like, you can't least, do that for 20 years. But at least it'd be a little bit fun. Do you know what I mean? I there'd mean, be... yeah, there'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd definitely go, into, I'd definitely go more into the fashion industry, I think. Because yeah. with film, I think it's just, it's all freelance, isn't it? There's nothing yeah, that's yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. not freelance about it. For real, um, for real, so for real. So I'd probably, if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be doing Fair enough. that. Yeah. Probably be two different people. Um, no, I think, I think I'd be the same person, but I'd, I'd be... I'd be a lot more like um, my mindset would be less artistic and less creative. I'd be less fluid. Fair. I'd be more like you work for what you put in. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah, structure, yeah, yeah. it's all about the structure and it's all about, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd yeah. be less adventurous, quote unquote. Yeah, you okay, know? I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. Okay, last question. Um, what are your, what films and series can you quote, like the back of your hand, can you quote something from it now? I can quote Friends, like the back of my hand. Season four, episode two, go. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I don't know them like that, but I do know that season four was the season that Emily came. Okay. Season four was the season where they swapped apartments. Yeah. Season four was the season where Monica's hair was... I didn't like that. That little bob where she, they were wearing the wedding dresses. Season four was the season with Joshua. Joshua. Is that right? Is that right? Or was that season five? I feel like season four is the season where um, she gets pregnant. Um, Phoebe. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm right. Quote me a, quote me a moment from Phoebe Phoebe's pregnancy. Um... um <laughs> Um, oh no, 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 there's too much pressure. There's too much pressure. Uh, there's a bit that I do with my sister all the time where she's sort of like, um, oh my God, no, she's, it's when they're sitting in the coffee house and 
<laughs> Phoebe is basically talking. She's like being really irate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like talking to Monica. And oh, the bit where she makes where she makes where Rachel she cry. makes Rachel cry, yeah. and she's sort of like um oh because she was like oh we're just talking about they're like oh hi Phoebe hi Phoebe and then she's like <laughs> so oh, what are you guys talking about and she's like oh we're just talking about um you know, the whole Ross thing and she yeah. doesn't know whether she's going to the wedding or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, she's sort of like, oh, remember when... <laughs> I can't even remember exactly what it was. She was like, I remember when um something, I killed myself or remember when some someone... No, she told a story where she was like, someone chased her around yeah, with yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then her it, being homeless. Yeah, something about her being homeless. And then... um she was and then uh, I think Rachel was like oh this isn't even quoting it word for word but yeah. like I'm just giving you the yeah. I'm I'm saying the scene yeah. and she was like um oh how is this like that and she was and Phoebe was like well see that was a, a real problem and <laughs> this is kind of like a you know <laughs> she was like this is kind of like a you know a little you know high school crap that no one really gives a you know and then <laughs> Rachel, Rachel stops crying, <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, here come the waterworks!" <laughs> so good, yeah, yeah, she's so great. good, so Lisa good, great. so good. Or the song that she was like, "Are you in there, little fetus?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh god. Oh man. Anyway, yeah. What about you? A film series that you can quote. Also, I can quote Dream Girls like the back of my hand and Rush Hour too. I think I can quote quite a bit more. I think kids. Oh um, yeah. yeah, going to Pebble Beach. I'm going to Pebble Beach. <laughs> What's the emphasis on? What's the emphasis on? <laughs> you're a nut. You're a Looney Tune. I feel like I'm in bed with Porky Pig. It's Daffy Duck. No. Uh, <laughs> it's like I yeah. married a Daffy Duck. <laughs> married a Daffy Duck. Oh God. Um, so what's the bit where he's like, call me, call me. <laughs> I never know this, that bit. I never know what he says. Call me, call me psychic. Like, I don't remember. This is the least of the... Call me now. Call me. And when you go, then they you call, call me, me again. again. <laughs> so That's good. a fucking... Woof, oh, rough. Now somebody throw me another balls. <laughs> rough, rough, rough. Someone throw me another balls. That's a great TV show. So good. Love that. And I can I can also quote quite a bit of The Walking Dead just because it makes me cry. Oh, jeez. What is that? Oh, what God. is that? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Shane, brother, leave him alone. They killed Amy. <laughs> I'm going to start talking like I'm from Texas. <laughs> Rick, it ain't like it was before. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, God. I love I love The Walking Dead. Um, anyway, shit. Um, I hope you enjoyed me and Amelda talking shit for an hour and a half. Woohoo! Um, Woohoo! Maybe that's the maybe that's the outro. I'm on a fight, Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I hope we have. Hope we've. Hope you've enjoyed this little conversation. You've learned a little bit more about us. And yeah. we shall be back next week with a, a review review of U4 Euphoria, the greatest TV show to ever walk the earth, or is it? Dum dum dum. We'll find out next time. Bye, guys. See, See you later. later.